levels of dishonor. Romans chapter 13 verse 7. Romans chapter 13 verse 7. If you are there, say I'm there. Romans chapter 13 verse 7. If you are not there, say wait. Romans 13 verse 7. Levels of dishonor. Are you there? Render therefore to all their dues, tribute to whom tribute is due, custom to whom custom, fear to whom fear, honor to whom honor. Amen. Amen. Now, Paul is telling us that we should give honor to whom honor is due. In other words, there are people who deserve honor. There are people who deserve our fear. There are people who deserve our respect. And he's saying we should give them the honor that they are due. Amen. Amen. Now, I think beginning from this month, somewhere this month, I started teaching on honor. I've taught you on what is honor, how to honor your spouse, how to honor your parents. It's not true. And today, signs and symptoms of dishonor or something like that. And today, I'm teaching you on levels of dishonor. Or you can call it levels of honor. Any of them is fine. Levels of honor, levels of dishonor, any of them is okay. Because they are positive and negative. Amen. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are there levels of dishonor? Are there levels of honor? Yes. Because the honor you give to your, your, your father may not be the same honor you give to a taxi driver. Are you with me? The honor you give to a pastor, a man of God that you read, even the honor you give to a certain man of God may be different from the honor you give to another man of God. Are you with me? So we want to look at levels. Like when you were in school, you went to P1, you went to P2, you went to P3. Now when someone is in class 6, it's different from somebody who is in what? In class 1. So they are in levels. Do you understand? We want to look at the first level of dishonor or the first level of honor. The first level of dishonor is when you are not recognized. When you are not recognized. When you are not recognized. Mark 6 verse 1 to 5. Mark 6 verse 1 to 5. Mark 6 verse 1 to 5. And he went out from there and came to his own country. And his disciples followed him. And when the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogue. And many hearing him were astonished, saying, From whence has this man these sayings, these things? And what wisdom is this which is given unto him, that even such mighty works are wrought by his hands? Is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James, E.T.C.? But Jesus said unto them, A prophet is not without honor, but in his own country, among his own king, and in his own house. And he could there do no mighty works, save that he laid his hands upon a few sick folk and healed them. Amen. The Bible says Jesus went to his own country, his own household, his own family, uh, his own country, and he began to preach and he tried to heal the sick. Okay? And when he was 
preaching. Some were yawning. And some were sleeping. And he walked up to a few people and said, you have a knee problem. I want to heal your knee problem. And they said, ah, are you not the carpenter who came to fix my roof four years ago? Then this person said, ah, is this not Mary's child? This guy cried when they were giving birth to him. When they gave birth to him, I was there. We had three years. The me and I'm so on Sunday, we call toilet with three high. And I know what I was we are suffering. Are you with me? And the Bible says that because of that, Jesus could not do miracles in his own country. Because a lot of them did not recognize that he was the son of God. He was a man of God. He was a prophet God that sent to him. They only saw him as a carpenter they knew. So the first level of honor or the first level of dishonor is recognition. When people don't recognize you, it's a sign that you are not being honored. Are you with me? You can, have, you can be a parent and have children and your children will not recognize you as their parent. It means that they don't honor you. You can be a pastor and have people in your church who do not see you as their pastor. They just see you as somebody who comes to church to talk. Okay? They don't, they don't even see you as a father God has placed over their lives to be a blessing to them. If you don't see your pastor as a father, if you don't see a man of God God has given to you as a father, you will never benefit from the grace upon his life. You will never. You will just be a normal church member who just comes to church, sit down, and then somebody will talk to you, some mathematics and science, and you leave and go, and your life never changes. Your life never changes. Yesterday we were at Edgar's wedding, and some of his mates were, were around, and somebody said, ah, when they heard that Edgar was getting married, some people were like, ah, Edgar, but, but, how, when, Because we all went to the same school with him, and we are even struggling to, you know, even, even do this and that, and he's marrying. Hey! How? Because I sat him down, and I said, you must marry. You must do this. You must do this. And he decided that I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that, and I'm going to marry. I'm going to marry. And he's married though, with a beautiful wife and a beautiful marriage. But another person may be in this church home. And while we are giving sound counsel, he feels like some teacher or some lecturer or somebody somewhere has more sense to tell him. Somebody on social media has more sense than the pastor God has given to him. When Edgar was married, no loan from anywhere. No loan from where? Anywhere. No loan from anywhere. Even me, my wedding card didn't serve water. Edgar's wedding, they served water. They gave drinks. They even gave food to family members. Not a single loan from anywhere. But there are some sons that I have that I told them to settle. Then they said, you know, Papa, I need about 30000 and I'm waiting for some loan until today. They are about seven years older than Edgar, but they are not married. Because some people have not recognized certain people God has placed over their lives. I listen to what I'm saying. They have not recognized and Jesus, somebody said Jesus, Jesus, went to his own family, his own household, like the way I'm in Sunyani Kotoko. 
Some people may never recognize the grace of all my life because they feel like, oh, we all went to the same SHS routine. We all went to the same JHS routine. Why did God even anoint him that he too he has become what? A man of God. When you are not recognized, it's a sign that you have been disappointed. When you enter a very, I mean, if especially, let's just think about it that you are the MP of Sunyane or something, and then you go to a meeting, and they know you, then you just go and nobody even welcomes you. You just go and sit at the back. I mean, no one even mentions you. They say, oh, Sunyani's MP is here, or Sunyani's regional minister is here. How would you feel? Disrespect, is not true? In the same vein, whenever you are not recognized, especially for your achievements, you have been able to do something very important, you have been able to achieve certain things and you are not recognized, it is a sign that you have been dishonored. Hey, sit down. It's a sign that you have been dishonored. Are you with me? Especially people that have played a very important role in your life. Eh? You see, when people come to testify, we listen to them all. We listen to them all. Every time we go, everywhere we go, when people are testifying, we listen to them because you know that this testimony this person is saying, you know that this particular individual has a very important role in the testimony, but when they test, they never mention their names. They just stood and said, oh, we want to thank you all, we want to thank God. But you know that the one who even helped you to get to where you are is just right there, but you didn't mention the person. It means you did not honor the person. I mean, think about it that you, you just got married. And when you were married, someone gave you a car to do your wedding. Eh? Another person gave you 5,000 CDs. Then you, when you came for Nasia, so you just came and said, oh, I want to thank everyone for um, coming for our wedding. Thank you so much. And the one who gave you the car in the five star is sitting in your church. You can't even say, thank you, Mr. Um, Christopher, for the help that you gave. You don't have to mention the money. But by mentioning it, because if not because of you, I don't know if I would have been able to be married. It is a sign that you have recognized them. It's a sign. It's a sign. Am I teaching you sense and wisdom from the Bible? It's a sign. And we see that is why. Eh? That's why some people don't do you good twice. There are some people I will never do them good twice. Because they don't know how to thank. They don't know how to give thanks. They don't know how to honor people. They don't know how to recognize different people in their lives. I mean, you think about it. Think about this. Are you with me? Or you are angry. Or you don't want this message. Think about the person. You think about that somebody is taking 1,000 CDs a month. Eh? And if the person is taking 1,000 CDs, the person is able to take out of it 200 or 500 CDs and or 1,000 CDs out of his 1,000 CDs. Oh, the person is able to take even 100 Ghana CDs and, or 50 CDs and gives to you. Now, there are 30 days in the month in Dubai, you find out that every day, the guy went and worked for a whole day just to give you a whole day salary he gave to you. But because in our generation, we don't know how to recognize people and give thanks to people, we treat everyone the same way we treat any other person. Because we do not recognize the difference in people. That's why you can't treat me like your classmate and expect me to be a blessing to you. No, no, no. Are you with me?
me or you have gone home to take tea? Are you here or you are insulting me in your head? Anything you say, you two the same thing. They have a cow to be also sabi. Hey! They did not recognize Jesus. They did not. That's why I tell people that are into ministry that do not ever look down upon yourself. Because people do not respect you. Because look, I've taught for a short time. Eh? The only problem a teacher solves is teaching. That's all. Do you know a teacher who is a nurse before? Do you know a teacher who is a travel agent before? Do you know a teacher who is a marriage counselor before? How many of them do you know? Do you know a teacher who, who, who also heals the sick? Do you know a teacher who is prophesying? Do you know a teacher who anoints, this, 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 anoints people? Are you with me? Do you know a teacher who blesses marriages and does funeral ceremonies? But that is what a pastor does. That's what a man of God does. He does virtually everything. He's a parent. He's a teacher. He's a prophet. He's an evangelist. He's a visitor. I mean, he's a money giver. He's a gift giver. He's a parent. He pays school fees. He's helping this person. He make, he's a caller. He's more than MTN um, customer service. Eh? Just this morning when I woke up, me that saw him young room and no be message that he has a relationship problem and I have to send a message record and insult the person. <laughs> I have to send a record. Say, ah, sir, Jimmy, say, you? Ah, Just that morning, I have to do American and I have to create a page and I said emergency meeting and I added the person added the beloved before I came, while I was even going through my sermon no so I had to do that immediately when you have a relationship problem do you call your, your teacher even do you even call your parents and you treat your pastor like your classmate huh that's why you can't treat me like your classmate expect me to be there for you I won't be there for you Because you have refused to honor me by recognizing me. Are you with me? I mean, think about it. That you have one human being in your life who can do so many things. Hey, do you know people like that? I mean, one human being in your life is so many things to you. And you take the person for granted. One human being in your life. And some of you, when you are honoring a man of God, you are saying, then a fool somewhere is telling you, who is he? Who does he think he is? And you too, you listen to the fool. But you forget that when you were marrying, this is the same person who blessed your marriage. When you were doing your outdoor, this is the same person who blessed your child. This is the same person who was there for you when you were sick, lying in the hospital. He visited you with mangoes and apples. When your own mother had forgotten you and was sitting in the village. This is the same person when you were having a marital issue, the person was there for you. The same person who asked you to bring your child to come and stay with him. Then you are honoring the person and your friend is telling you that who is that person that is your honor. And you listen to your friend because you don't know how to honor. That's why this morning I'm teaching you that the first level of honor is what? Is what? Recognition. When you are not recognized, it may be a sign, it may be a, it's a level of dishonor. 
when you are not traveling. Are you here or you have gone home? Yeah. Please let the, this thing go down. Point two. Let the music go down. Point two. The second level of dishonor of or honor is when you are when people listen to you gladly. Gladly. And when people don't listen to you gladly, it is a sign of dishonor. Mark chapter 12, verse 37. Okay, let's start from verse 34. Mark 12, 34. Mark 12, 34. And when Jesus saw that he answered discreetly, he said unto him, Thou art not far from the kingdom of God, and no man after this, after that, dusk, ask him any question. And Jesus answered and said, While he taught in the temple, how say the scribes that Christ is the son of David? For David himself said by the Holy Ghost, the Lord said to my Lord, sit thou at my right hand till I make thy enemies thy footstool. David therefore called him Lord. And whence is he then his son? And the common people heard him gladly. The common people in Israel honored Jesus. When we talk about common people, we are talking about um, fishermen, traders, people who work in the market, common people, okay? They listened to Jesus gladly, and that was how they honored Jesus. While people thought they had gone to school and were so important, they did not listen to him gladly. When people listen to you gladly, it is a sign of honor. But when you are talking or giving instructions and people are murmuring and they are complaining and they are fidgeting and they are sleeping, eh, it is a sign of dishonor. Think about it that if you, if you, I don't know why you should go to church and sleep. Think about it that if you go to a place and they say, we are mentioning names to give money, to give you money, eh, will you sleep? No, have you gone to be in a queue in a bank and sleep before? Or have you gone to um, um, go to do your Ghana card and you were sleeping in the, you sat in the queue and you were sleeping. Have you done that before? So why do you go to church and you sleep? You sit down and the pastor is talking and you're sleeping. You are doing praise and you are sleeping. Praise is you are sleeping. Or you are murmuring. Why is he saying all these things? Who does he think he is? When people don't listen to you gladly, it means they don't respect you. It means they don't respect you. You are talking and they are talking. You are talking and they are answering. You are talking and they are, they are disproving you. And they want to make you know that they too, they have another opinion. And you are talking, oh, minchawano, naoji wezo. It is a sign that they don't honor you. Don't worry, we are praying that by the end of the month, we'll, we'll sack all of them from the building and get them a place here to, to go and have their church service so that they don't disturb us. I 
As a parent, when your children don't listen to you gladly, it's a sign they don't respect you. As a leader, when your followers don't listen to you gladly, it is a sign they don't respect you. Are you with me? Are you here with me? When they don't listen to you gladly, you tell them, let's do this, then that's where seven out of ten of them are saying, let's do that other thing. It means you have already lost them all. You should not work with the seven, work with the three. Because the second level of honor is when people listen to you gladly. And when they don't listen to you gladly, it's a sign that they don't respect you. It's a sign they don't honor you. It's a dishonor. It's a dishonor. Especially people who are argumentative. They want to argue with you. They want to also prove why you are wrong. Please, when you just see that, just know that this person doesn't respect you. You don't have to even enter into an argument. Are you here with me? Some time ago, a, a young man posted something on Facebook who I know. And I, I saw it and I, it was a wrong post. So I, I, I called him. I said, why did you post this? What, what does it mean? Explain. And so this and this and that. And I said, no, 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 no. So this thing you have said is it's not true. And this is somebody who sees me as an elder brother or an elder minister. And I'm even the one who introduced him to books, and many books. And I told him that this statement that you have made, he said that, uh, he, in, in his post, he said that God doesn't punish his children. God doesn't, when his children go away, he, just, he doesn't because he's loving. So he just calls them to himself again. He doesn't chastise them. Okay. And I, and I drew him his attention, and before I realized, he, he turned it into an argument and started a whole lot. And I said, I, I just said, please, we will not continue from here. Go your lane, tone down your lane, and then let me also do my, my lane. Keep your, your distance. It's from Genesis to Revelation. God put Israel, Israel where his children. He said, my firstborn is Israel. He left them in the, in the wilderness for 40 years because they did not respect him. They went round about Sarah for 40 years. The whole generation, everyone died except two people. And this is a nation God has said, I've chosen you and I've called you to lead you into the promised land. And because they did not respect God, God said, I'll wipe them all out. Are you here with me? So you can't be in church. I'm saying this because it's something that happened. You can't be in church and think that God does not chasten or God does not punish his children for misbehaving. As a parent, don't you do that? Don't you discipline your children? Any parent that does not discipline his children is not a parent. He's not a parent. Are you with me? You're not a parent. You are just, you are a toy who has given birth. Oh, yes. You are a toy who has given birth. You, 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 you don't know what you're about. When your phone's battery dies, does it charge itself? Does it charge itself? Who does the charging? Are you not the one who pick the phone, you carry it and go and charge? Why do you give birth to children and leave them to be walking around? And say, oh, they have sense, let them think. Hey. 
Now, I'm saying when people don't listen to you gladly, it's a sign they don't respect you. You don't have to go and be fighting over it. They don't honor you when they don't listen to you gladly. Can't you never ask your neighbor, neighbor, do you listen gladly or you listen by complaining, sorting your head? Or by saying, I'm sure this, this thing pastor is saying, is that thing that I told him about? Oh, that's what he's saying right now. And I, I mean, and I know that it is me he's referring to. Point three. When they change their behavior, it's a third level. Some people will listen to your right and say, Oh, what can I say? What can I say? But when you, you preach, like the way I'm preaching, when you instruct people, when you talk to people, especially you know this thing this person is doing is not good. You instruct them and you start seeing that they have changed their behavior. It's a sign they honor. And it is the third level. Change behavior. It means that this person is so important to me that what he says is more than enough for me to change the way I live my life. Are you listening to me? That is why people you are following, people you have chosen as fathers and mothers and leaders who tell you things and you don't abide by them. It is a sign you don't respect them. It's a sign. It is a sign you don't honor them. I mean, why should I be your child, your father, and I tell you to come to church on time and you don't come? And I have to say it over and over again. You think I've not diagnosed you? I've finished diagnosing you. Oh, yeah. When you say daddy, in my head, it's not daddy you are saying, oh. You are saying poppy. Poppy, like poppy, like carmine bar. That's what you call me in your head. It, when I hear you doing, oh, Papa, I hear crying, but you are calling me a dog's child. Oh, yeah. I tell you, stop talking this way. Stop behaving this way. And you don't do it. My friend, ah, Reverend. In my head, I'm not hearing Reverend. I'm hearing foolish man. Foolish man. That's what I hear. Am I preaching good? Because you're saying, what counts here? Yeah, yeah, father. Yeah, father. Don't call me red. Just call me Michael. Let's stop it. Let's go our way. But the Bible says, Malachi chapter 1. It says, if I be your father, where's my honor? If I be your master, where's my fear? Where's my fear? Where's my honor? Where's my honor? Where's my honor? The things you are preaching to you, they are from the very word of God. When you take them, they will change your life like faith. They will change your life like a joke. You will sit with your, your own biological siblings. This is your elder brother who has been abroad. This is the one who has also lived in China. This one has lived in where? And you, you are just in Sunyan. If you take the things we teach you, eh, you will be distinguished among your peers. I'm telling you this. I'm telling you this. You can decide not to take them. The psalmist said, your word has made me wiser than the ancients. I have more knowledge and understanding my, than my teachers. I mean, think about it. A book that is, a book that is about 4,000 years. You, you are just 37 years. You are just 23 years. Huh? And we are giving you wisdom from a book that is 4,000 years. And you think you are wise. No, just think about it. Huh? 
You are 27 years old, and a book is 7,000, is 6,000 years. A story that is about seven, because from Adam to now is 7,000 years. A book of people's life stories for 7,000 years. Wisdom. And you, we are preaching it to you. You said, I won't change my mind. I won't change the way I live my life. Because me to have sense. Bible says, how shall a young man keep his ways pure? How? How shall a young man keep his ways pure? He said, by heeding to your word. By heeding to your word. When you change your behavior after listening to the word of God, it is a sign that you respect God. When God gives you an instruction, God has given you an instruction. All of us here, God speaks to us. When God gives you an instruction and you refuse to take that instruction, it is a sign you don't honor God. It's a sign. But after two days, you come back to God and tell him, God, my work, my work is not prospering. My work is not flourishing. But you have not shown any sign of honor. Are you the only person the devil is after? Are you the only human being the devil hates? Listen, if you are going through certain struggles for so many years, it is your fault. It is not the devil. I'm telling you this. If you are going through certain struggle for so many years, it's your fault. It is not the devil. I mean, think about it. Think about it. That I, listen, I have so many testimonies. When I preach, don't think that it's just you as you. I'm, I'm just talking about you. I'm talking about everyone. It's not because I pointed at you. I'm just pointing at everyone. Are you with me? Because sometimes when I preach, church makes me feel like it is, it's just them. It is you I'm preaching to. It's not somebody who has, who has not come to church. Oh. It is you. It is who? Think about it, that the time that you took God serious, the time that we, we gave you prophecy, we told you this, and you started to see how your life started changing. Then you too, you thought you now, you also have a certain, then you started digressing. Then you went back to where you started from. And you think that it is a witch. It is you. You are the witch in your life. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Okay, okay, think about it. Let me give you this example. You are working for somebody. Eh? The time you were working for the person, you were going to work on time. Every time you were on time, you were going to work, you were not missing service. Then, you were not miss, missing um, 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 work. He was paying you well. Then you started going to work 12 p.m. 1 p.m. That's the time you have reported to work. Then he started reducing your salary. He started doing what? Whose fault is it? Is it the one, is it your boss or it is your fault? But I know you go and tell you, hey, my boss is a wicked man. But you go to work at 12 p.m. That's the same thing with Christians. We make it feel like an, an, a, man, a certain man of God is not anointed. But I can tell you that most of the times, it is not the man of God, it is you. And after a while, people get up and carry all their problems and make it look like it is pastor's fault they have the problems. A fool sent me a message and said, Are you pray have you been praying for me? And I said, Why? I asked the person, I said, Why? He said, oh, Still, I still don't have a child. 
Do you know how many months they've been married? They've been married for nine months. <laughs> and as a person, you too, have you been praying? Say, oh, you know, because of my work. So you, you don't pray for, you expect me to pray for you. You think I'm a fool? No, no, you think I don't know what I'm doing. I should pray for your marriage. I should be, I should spend all my time praying for your marriage. When you, you don't pray for your marriage, do you value your marriage? Do you take your marriage serious? You don't pray about your work. You don't pray about yourself. You don't pray about your finances. I am, you have employed me to pray about your finances. Are you serious? That kind of Christianity is gone. It is, it is no more in this world. If you want that kind of, go and follow these Ajusco prophets. Eh? Go and follow what? They are Jesus, the ones you bribe them, you buy them Milo and milk and say, So for G, never ya quench, never bomb pie and mammy. Eh? Milo, never fast and mammy. Yeah, yes, I saw for you. What you mean, Tom Milo, Bremen, catch him, and engine, I mean, find your fasting. Now, would they win him? Win your fruit. Would they fast in a tree? As I mean, I am a bomb, Miss Lemon Bear fasting. What a preacher! W. Mina Yami, immediately, I mean, you me, woman, to I fasting man. And to what Tomilo have been suffering when G, when say, age man, and see, and see, and fasting, and see, 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 you can't pray. You can't pray. You don't have a mouth to pray. I should pray. You don't have a mouth to pray. Me, I don't have family members. I don't have problems. I don't have problems. I don't have pro- do you know my expenditure in a month? Every month, I don't spend less than 4,000 cities. How much do you spend a month? And you think you have more problems than me? When was the last time you even gave me five cities? I said, Pastor, buy airtime with these five cities. But you think I'm the reason you have your problem? Because I don't pray for you. For you. Don't you have a mouth to pray? Huh? Don't you have a mouth to pray? Don't you have, don't you have stomach to fast for your family? Hey. Are you annoying? No, are you? I, open your, remove your space and let me see your face. somewhere. I wanted to ask the person, where is, don't you have a pastor? I don't know why I don't have a child. And the person made it look like I am the reason why the person doesn't have a child. Me, do I have a child? think about it as well. And I'm telling you this. And that's what me, I know how people think. Because look, every day we are counseling, we are talking. We know how people think. You know how church people think. So before you thought, eh, we will tongue it. 
When you change your behavior, it proves that you know how to honor a man. Every now and then we are counseling people, we are praying for people, we are talking to people. And I always find out that the reason certain people are going through certain things is because of their behavior. It's because of their behavior. I'm telling you. It's because of their behavior. You can break certain cycles of poverty, certain cycles of struggles by your behavior. And that is why the word of God comes to change your behavior. It changes first the way you think. And your, the way you think changes the way you live. And the way you live changes the results you see. But until you learn to change your behavior, your life will always be the way it is. It will always be the way it is. Your response to God, your response to honor, your response to important things, it proves the way you, your life will be. It proves the way your life will be. It proves the way your life will be. Listen, God is not too weak that he can bless. But God will not bless a fool. God will not bless an ungrateful man. Look at your little life. You are not even grateful by it. You don't have a heart of gratitude. When you got 10 CDs, you, you didn't even give thanks. You expect to get 100,000 CDs. Your hands are lifted up. When God gave you that breakthrough, you didn't receive it. You received it with, with bitterness. Why didn't they give me this amount of money? why your life is still the way it is. You must learn to receive everything you can't give. Learn to receive everything you can't give. Learn to receive everything you can't give. Are you with me? I remember somebody got married be worried. And when the person got married, the person was offended. The reason the person was offended was because worry you know, the person called me. Look at these wicked people. And I, before the person married, I told the person that don't expect too much from your marriage, your wedding. When we got married, after we got home, we counted everything, we gave thanks, then we gave it out as a seed. We gave it out as a seed. We gave some, some this person's phone, send this person's phone. We started from zero. And the money that we had, it was an amount of money anyway. But out of a heart of gratitude, 
I saw God give us things that our money could not buy. I saw God open doors. Because, listen, if you are not a, of a grateful heart and you are always a complainer, it is a bad behavior. You are a complainer. Eh? You are a complainer. You will never have more than enough. You, you even thank God that people even gave to a wedding, they gave you one seat. <laughs> huh? And you got home and you are insulting people. Is the money yours? No, no, is the money yours? Let me think about it. People have come for your wedding, they gave you money. One CD, two CD, five CD, and you are angry. Is it your money? Did you work for it? But somebody thinks people owe him so much that at his wedding they must come and give a certain amount of money. Is the money yours? Point four. When they honor you when you are not present, a sign they honor you. When they honor you when you are not present or when they dishonor you in your absence. It's a high level of dishonor or honor. Can you honor people behind their back? As I'm talking to you right now, as good as I've been to people, some of you have been in places where someone is biting me and criticizing me and you join them and also said your thing. You did what? You joined them and gave them certain secrets. <laughs> hey! You, you will say it is not true, but I'm telling you that there is somebody here like that. Alex, don't you think it is possible? Listen. When you honor people behind their back, it is a high form of honor. When people are not in your presence, you honor them. It's high for That's why most of the time you hear me even give testimonies about people that are not in me. I said this, I said, I said, Pastor so and so, this man of God, he did this, he has done well, he has done this. It is a sign of honor. But there are some people, they only honor when they meet you there. Oh, man of God, oh, man of God, oh, touch my head, touch my head. Oh, I receive, I receive, I receive. Yes, uh, my business will flourish. When they leave, Kwasia. Oh, Kwasia. I'm going to slap you in your mouth. I'm going to say my Jimmy. I'm going to say my Jimmy. I'm going to say my Jimmy. Oh, Sapo, Sapo, yeah, man, shower, Sapo, Sapo. It is a form of dishonor. It is a form. You love people when you meet them in their back. Look at the things you say. Look at the things you say. Especially people. The Bible says, give honor to whom honor is due. There are some people you have no right to speak bad behind their back. You have no right. You have no right. You have no right. 
What do you say behind the back of people that are very important to you? Very important to you. When you are not there, when they are not in the meeting, when they are not with you, what do you say? So you should be able to fight for your pastor behind behind his back. Then they'll hear that they've arrested you, and then they'll go ask why. He said he insulted my pastor and I gave him a hot blow. I will come and bail you. He said, Say you have honored me. But you, somebody stood behind you. Even your mother was not, somebody insulted your mother behind your back. You were there, your mother was not there. You said, she is. Important people in my life, you can't talk behind, you can't talk bad about them in my presence. I will react like an atomic bomb. You see that the devil is better than me. Because I have learned to honor important people in my life. I've learned to honor them. You cannot speak bad about very important people in my presence. I will shut you up right there. And if you if you, if you are the one saying, if you are coming to do concern. I will shut you up, I will shut you. But if you are the one who is saying it, then you will see. Then you will see. One time I was there, somebody raised an issue about somebody I respect so much. The first thing he went for when he says, I didn't find a bad breath, but immediately I said, Hey! I said, I give you seven days. If you don't reverse me, you will die. Blessing to me. I will wipe you out before your eyes even open. He went back to him and went and apologized and begged. Well, when I told him, he thought I was kidding. By the fifth day, he started getting all kinds of headache and migraines, and his menisuchin, he's collapsing and.
the same day he went to the pastor and said, Please, I've been saying this behind your back. Oh. Please forgive me. Then he called and said, Prophet, please, I'm going to apologize. I said, Fine. I said, Now you can leave. <laughs> I said, Now you can leave. You honor people when they are not present. And it's a level. What was that? Which, which level is that? Level four. Let me give you level five. Level five is when people give you sacrificial gifts. Sacrificial gifts. Malachi 1 verse 6 and 8 to 8. Sacrificial gifts. Look, look at this. You can lift your head now. Look. You will know how people honor you by how much they are willing to sacrifice to give to you. When the woman came to break her oil and anoint the feet of Jesus, it was a sign of honor because that oil, you know. When you go to Israel, that oil was a virginity oil. Let me explain. When a, a girl gets to the age of around 12, 13, the father goes to buy a very expensive, the father saves all throughout the child's life and uses that oil to buy, that money to buy oil for the, the girl and tells the girl that one day when you go to marry, the first night you see your husband, use this oil on your body. That alabaster box. And that, that box of oil, the, it is one year's wages. So if you are taking 1500 a year, eh, it is about 13000 or something, box of oil. And when you marry the first night you meet your husband, you use it on your body to go and meet your husband. And the woman carried a very important thing that she needed and broke it at the feet of, of Jesus. And some church members were saying, Chai, couldn't we use this to sell and give it to the poor? You know what Jesus said? Jesus said, this thing she has done is so important that wherever the gospel is preached, her name will be mentioned. Why? Because she did a sacrificial thing. One day, Kenny Tegan gave a story that his church members gathered and came and gave me a bag full of clothes. A bag full of clothes. And they got home and opened a bag. I saw for Then the wife asked, Yeah, church members. Then the wife asked the and said, What should they do with it? Well, Kenny Tegan said, if they don't need it, then means we don't need it. And Pastor Bisma, in miniature, I've realized that people give us things they don't like. When they use a phone and the phone is now rocketed, broken screen, I mean, the, you know that this thing is not good. That's when they come and say, Pastor, you know, I was praying, the Lord spoke to me that um, I saw in my dream that I should come and sow this, my phone. And you, you know how you think that, wow, I've got it finally. 
I've gotten a better phone. Then they bring out the phone only for you to look at the phone and realize that the one you are complaining about is better than that one. Some time ago, we said we needed a laptop to do work in church. Eh? And we said that nobody brought home. Then a certain guy, his laptop fell down and broke. It was when it broke that he came and said, Pastor, you know, I've decided to come and give this my laptop as a seed so that um, we can use it to do the work when we go for younger and useful. And when I looked at the, the laptop, the screen, and I knew the laptop before the thing fell down. And I said, since you don't need it, we don't also need it. Take your laptop. I've realized that people don't honor God because they don't sacrifice to give to him. They give him things they don't like. He said, you give me Malachi 1 verse 6. He said, a son. Let's read the scripture. A son honors a father and a servant a master. And he said, if I be... Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? If I be a father, where is my honor? And if I be a master, where is my fear? Say the Lord of hosts, to you, O priest, that despise my name, Ye say, wherein have we despised thy name? Ye offer polluted bread. Do you see that? You give me polluted bread. Polluted bread. Panwa. Adawache. Ah, we won't be. What's happening here? Dividaw. Eh? Ufanwa di bread. Ude second wo chukchang wo bigo. Honi yina yidia yiye mo. Enu na wo di kwa sorry de se yedi. Afore komanya mi. Enu na wo fa. Pan wo na wo di enye yedi. Now they are kuba afore. And on the Bible, that is the thing you give to God. What they think about it that maybe you are my father. And I I shall say what do you think? That is what you do when you don't walk in honor. And it's also the make say. And he said that. You, um, there's another person. Said, you offer the lame. Obi Obi said, "Afia so be the aforia bar na punchi be oya pachi." No, I'm trying to punch. I'm punching the nine grab buna the nine yade. I tell you from no, I'm trying to punch. I'm trying to cover for you. I said, "Hey, aforia be a maybe but you know, I'm punching the nine yade." Abu, no, see you offer the blind. Nanjino di bre nyamini nanjia ne ni afra because on this time nanjino otan obi anto. That is what we give to God. We give to God the last that we have. We give Him what we don't need. That's what we give to God. That's what you people give to God. And on twenty-seven, we are having a harvest, and you see that some people will give to God. Nothing that will cost them. David said, I will not give something that will not cost me to God. But these days, people give things they don't need to God and they expect God to give them things they need. Huh? One time somebody brought me a suit. Me the suit did grab me. Suit or no? Wash ni papa na ashe suit, papa na ashe suit, papa kwa u. No, no, it's why they ashe. Na suit ya bobra, wa package kama kama trophy, you know. I feel like give me this suit, you know. Me ni zama ya suit kama kama. Do 
One time, when we were praying to buy our land, we were raising funds, and I had a son who I knew could have given a huge amount of money, and he put 200 Ghana cities in an envelope and gave to somebody to bring to me. As soon as I received it, I, opened, I told him, take the money back to me. One week later, the guy sent us 3,000 cities. One week later. It's not bit my 3,000, but my two investments. Because I know the person. And yet, but Minister said, because that guy, he is so rich that I am the reason why he's rich. And we are doing a building, but you bring me 200 Ghana cities. And you think you are honoring me. I told Edgar that send the money back to me. I don't want You think it's 200? I can't act. When you even went abroad, I was sending you money. And you, you get money, and you, we need money to build a church, and you are bringing us two embassies. I told her, I said, send it back to him. One week, one week later, he sent me 3,000 cities, and he was begging himself, Papa, please forgive me, I'll send more. So he looked at it and said, Amen. We bought 200 dinners, 200 dinners. So, I said, if you think we are just saying because we want money, take your money. Cannot dishonor me with an insult. Okay, do you see that a weekly he didn't send thousand or he didn't send five hundred or he sent three thousand. He had more than enough. He chose not to be a man who is sacrificed for honor. someone who has never given you anything sacrificial is a sign they don't honor you. It's a sign. You there in the marriage, you are the only one that is giving everything because every time somebody is saying that
what? Now let me tell you why people don't do sacrifice, sacrificial gifts. It's part of the point five. Why people don't do sacrificial gifts? Point one, because they are too busy to give. Some people are too busy to give a sacrificial gift. They are just too busy. They are too busy to give. Point two. Some people only expect to receive, but they don't expect to give. Point two. Why people don't sacrifice or don't give sacrificial gifts is because some of them are busy. They feel like then some of them, so they feel like they should be the one who should be giving to them. And they don't give. And this is a very common thing in the midst of church people and pastors alive. There are pastors who never sacrifice anything. Never. They never give. But every time they are expecting that you should come and give to them. Some people are selfish. That is why they never sacrifice. They are selfish. They will never do anything like the example I was giving you. They are selfish. It's not that they don't have. They are just selfish. Point four. Some people do not sacrifice because they have not been taught to sacrifice. That is why they don't do it. They feel like, oh, it's not important. But I'm telling you that every sacrificial thing speaks to the heart of the person. Anytime you sacrifice something for someone, it does not just speak physically, it speaks to the heart. The person will never forget it. Are you with me? And that's why I'm teaching you all these things. Point, point five under the point five. <coughs> Some people feel like they do not have enough to give. Some people feel like they do not have enough to give. People who don't give it, they feel like those people hardly give. Because every day they don't have. But it's not true. If you have enough to buy airtime, you have enough to buy a mobile phone, you have enough to buy a car, you have enough to buy a, a laptop, you have enough to buy fuel, then you have enough to sacrifice. How did you get to take care of your own personal needs but you don't have enough to sacrifice for another man? Why? Some people don't give because they feel like they don't have enough to give. They don't have enough to give. 
Every time we are giving to other people, every time. Yesterday, when we were praying for the waiter, we drew some amount of money, huge amount of money. And by the time the wedding was over, all the money was fixed. And it wasn't just for a full, it was for other things. And other people that came for the wedding, and other things that needed to be done. So that was how I showed that I'm sacrificing for somebody. And at the same time, I need about 12,000 CDs to go and pay for an amount for something. 12,000. So if I have to wait to get 12,000 before I give, I will never get. It's not true. That's why some people are poor. Because they are waiting to get more than enough to take care of all their needs before they give. And that is why they don't have important people in their lives. Think about it. Because you have not invested into anyone. Never invested into anyone. And so when the day comes that you have a need, no one is there for you because you have never, never, never done anything sacrificial for anyone. Never. Every time it's about you. And you are always waiting to finish paying for everything, taking care of everything about your life before you, before you can help somebody. That's why you never have. Look, we bought bags of cement. Because we wanted to buy this building, so we the building today. I carried all the bags of cement when they went to the pastor. Who is there? I didn't send it to her. I, I called him. I said, Oh, Alex, is it, is it true or is it not true? Is it true? It's true. You, the cement were in your house. But me too, I need money. Me too, I need money. Me too, I need cement. Last one is when they they honor you for eternity. When they honor you forever. When they honor you forever. Some people will honor you when you are alive and they honor you when you are dead. That is the highest level of honor. In your presence, outside your presence, everywhere they go is the highest level of honor. And if somebody honors you like that, that person is special. That person is special. That's how they are honored. In their 
presence, outside their presence, when I meet them, when I don't meet them, when I meet people that they know, when I meet people, even if somebody goes, oh, uh, my pastor is, I, I say, hey, wow, they have to treat you in a way. Listen, when you honor a man, anyone that comes in the name of that man, you celebrate the person the same way. form of honor is the honor for eternity. And I think that's the kind of honor we must give first to God. That we must not honor God only when he does good things for us. Only when people are watching us. Because most of the times, we honor God when people are watching us. up a right and say in the name of Jesus. I will honor God all my life. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. Lebrata sambara kasada We want to pray that God, anywhere I have walked in dishonor, that has blocked open doors in my life. In the name of Jesus. Forgive me and restore me. Are you with me? Yes, sir. Because look, who you choose to dishonor can cost you all your life. Because listen, there are some people God has given them a king maker anointing. When they bless you, your life will change forever. And there are some people God has brought them into your life to change your life forever. But until you discern and identify
testify and see that no, this man God has sent him into my life to change me, your life will never, it will never change. You'll be grounded. You'll be grounded. It will never change. Lift your hands and ask God for mercy. Mercy. Place your hand on your chest. I want to pray with you. May you walk in honor. May you not walk in dishonor. May the Lord open your eyes to see the people God has brought your way to change your life. May men honor you as you walk in honor. May men sacrifice for you as you walk in honor. May men give you gifts, precious gifts, precious gifts, precious gifts. May men listen to you gladly. May men change their behavior because of you. In the name of Jesus. May God help you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Clap your hands and have your seats. I want to take the tithe.